All right, here we are, guys. Last break of the day. It's been a good day. And I have to say, before we get to Steve's closing remarks, happy birthday to my brother, Fish. It is his birthday fish. today. Fish, What's up, Fish? <laughs> happy birthday, Fish. Fish, I love you, love you, love you. Happy birthday. Enjoy your fish, day. Fish, make us a, make us a cake for a your birthday. <laughs> He, he can make, make some delicious pound cakes. <laughs> yes, yeah. he can. I done had one of the fishy pound cakes. Mm, they're good, yeah. huh? Yeah. Hey, y'all, you know, I was thinking, um, I think about uh, all that we've accomplished over the years as people. And I'm talking to us as a people. We have a lot that we could be really, really proud of. You know, I look back on this past election this year and it's probably the most proud I've ever been as an African-American voting. I never felt more proud for voting and us as a voting block than I did this past year. I also was very, very impressed with young people in 2020 during COVID, uh, the way the Black Lives Matter movement showed up. And it's a resurgence because, you know, Black Lives Matter started a little while ago. But it didn't have the correct momentum behind it because COVID made sure that the right momentum got behind it this time because everybody was at home watching. And so what Black Lives Matter did was it took young people and put them in the forefront of this. And the Black Lives Matter movement is because of young people. Make no mistake about it. Young people did this. Just like civil rights was our shot at it in the 60s and 70s and what we accomplished then uh, made headway. This movement here, well, the, for the first time I saw a movement about black lives come together in a way where so many people who were non-black participated in it to the point where it became disruptive to the Republican Party. And why it was, I do not understand. Of course, I do understand because the leader of that party changed the narrative of the movement, changed the narrative of Colin Kaepernick, changed the narrative of Black Lives Matter. And, and, and they just went along with it. But young people made me beyond proud of them. They were monumental in the change that's occurring in this country right now. And don't you think that things are not changing? Oh, they're not changing fast, but there is a change occurring right now because now there is a voting block that they have to, they have to contend with. Now, they're going to continue with voter suppression and they're going to continue with the little slick tricks. And if any of all else fails, they'll bring Donald Trump back. They're going to do everything in their power to put a stop to this. But Stacey Abrams, they're already talking about stop Stacey. They're already talking about it. This woman right here has galvanized the state of Georgia. There are so many people in Philly who galvanized in Georgia, in Detroit, in Milwaukee, all across this nation that have galvanized. Texas could turn blue because of young people. These athletes today are more heavily involved in larger numbers than ever before. 
Now, you know, I remember the first athlete I saw that got active out there was Jim Brown with James Brown and, and all them cats when they started. And I remember Al Green came to the forefront and, and all them old, old cats was out there on the front lines doing battle. But then I watched, you know, uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar take his stands and, and, and help out none bigger and braver than Muhammad Ali. And then I remember all these brothers who came to the forefront. But today, though, oh, no, sir. Make no mistake about it, because I was around for both periods of time. I've never seen it at this magnitude. I've never seen blacks in sports in baseball, basketball, and football get together and band together the way they have. We have something to be proud of. This is a slow turnaround because it's long overdue. And they're still fighting the make it right part. And there's a part of this country that will always fight the make it right part. They're not going to give it up easily. Because for some reason they think that if they give you a slice of pie, that cuts into their slice of pie. What they don't understand about justice is justice is just justice. It ain't if you get too big a piece, we don't get none. It's no, man. Everybody wants the same slice of pie. But you got some people, man, who've got to make you feel less so they can feel more. That's the problem that we have in this country. This is the country that we live in. We live in a country that if we keep classes alive, then we can hold you down. If we can keep you in a certain zone, we can keep you down. Why are we fighting minimum wage? Somebody please tell me, Democrat or Republican, the problem with $15 minimum wage. Well, I'll tell you what it is. They can't give you the taste of success because if you taste success, you're going to want more of it. And if you want more of it, they think you're going to take it from them. It's simple as that. The rich going to have to take the cut and pay you. That's why they fighting it. Black people, we got a lot to be proud of. I'm proud of y'all, man. Uncle Steve just wanted to say that to y'all. Thank y'all for digging in the way you did this year, man. You done us all a real service and a justice. Appreciate it. Y'all have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. All right now. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 